0: Hello, people of the Most High and Magnificent God, this is Heather Miller, and I've come to you today to finish sharing my personal testimony, this is part two. There may be a part three, I don't know, Um, I may make other parts of my personal testimony as I develop this podcast, you know, as the Lord leads me to. but. I wanted to continue on and I wanted to share um, some more things that have happened in my life to help you understand why I'm shaped the way I'm shaped and why I will never stop believing that God is a miracle worker way maker burden removing God and I want you to to be blessed by this and receive it. You know, I'm very hesitant, like I said in, in my last um, testimony podcast, that I don't really, I'm very careful with who I share my pearls with because, you know, I have been hurt and rejected, and uh, the word in me has been rejected. And I've come across a lot of folks, unfortunately, that. They have not been raised up in the power of God and they they have not believed in the miracle-working power of God And so I have shared some of these things with people that you know They didn't really receive them or they just act like they didn't care or whatever and and uh, it's been very Perplexing it's been very hurtful and and it's been been very angering It reminds me of the scripture where Jesus said cast not your pearls before swine Lest they trample them underfoot and then turn Again to rend you, and I have been uh, reprimanded by God with that verse before for sharing uh, my my pearls with the wrong person. But today I want to tell you I have full a full green light go ahead from from the Lord to share some of these precious pearls because He's going to make sure they go into the right ears. Because I don't share them with pigs. I share them with God's people. Amen. If you don't say Amen to that, I will. <laughs> So anyways, in the last podcast about my personal testimony, I shared about how my husband, my precious uh, uh, now late husband, uh, who passed away back in October of 2017, how early in our marriage, we got to see one of the most miraculous things happen to him. Uh, We got to see his blind eyes healed. And to expand on that a little bit more, I will say that, it was such a, a a wonderful miracle. We always went back to it, no matter what we went through. Uh, we oftentimes would we remind each other when we came across another mountain, either he or I would look at each other and say, well, you know, you remember when God healed my eyes? Or I'd say, honey, you remember when God healed your eyes? If he did that, he can do this. I'm telling you, God is a good God. I love him so much and you should too. God wants you to know what a great daddy he is. He loves us. How very different my husband and I's life would have been had he not done that for us, and he can do that for you. You might be blind right now listening to this podcast. God might open your eyes right now. Oh, yes, I believe it. Thank you, Jesus, but you know what was interesting about that? I wanted to expand and say this. As I had taken him one time, uh, he, I went with him, you know, he could go by himself, you know, he, he, uh, fully recovered from so many things, and, mean um, he was a hard-working man, and, uh, I went with him to an eye appointment, and this was probably, I don't know, it was probably seven, eight years after that, after he got healed, that is, after his eyes were touched, and we went to this doctor, And she looked at his eyes, and it was one of those, uh, it was a specialist, and she looked inside the eye. I mean, she really looked inside of it, and she put the pictures of the inside of his eye up in front of us on the screen. And she was just, you know, she was, um, she was just baffled. And and you could see she was just completely bewildered, and she started describing about how he, she said, well, he shouldn't even have eyesight, she kept saying, I don't even understand how you can see. She kept saying that to him, and she kept pointing out all of the things that were wrong with the inside of his eye, and, um, she was just, she didn't understand, and I could, you know, I could tell, I looked at my husband, and I could see that the worry and the weight of what she was saying started to set in on him, and I was such a bulldog with my husband. I'm telling you, I was a little spitfire. If anybody tried to hurt him or try to, uh mess with him you know in any way spiritually or anyway I would be all over them that's just the way I was and I I told her I said okay doctor well it and I just had to come out and tell her because what else am I gonna say you know I said God healed him many years ago and I told her just the real bare bones cliff notes version of how that happened and when I said it to her and I didn't go into detail because I knew she wasn't a spiritual woman and I, I didn't go into detail. I just pretty much let her know God has healed her. Really, it was to me. I felt like I was making a declaration out into the atmosphere, more, more so. And I could tell she didn't believe it. She just, it went in one ear and out the other. And she went on to continue to tell us why he shouldn't have eyesight and so. And so finally, I told her. I said, We don't need to hear anything else. We've heard enough. And I said, Let's just, honey. Are you ready to go? Because I could see how it was messing with his faith. And we left and the doctor got really angry with me, but I just blew it off. And we stood, I'll never forget this. We stood out on the sidewalk in front of this this clinic. And he was really, uh, I could tell he was really upset. And I said, honey, I said, can you see? And he said, well, yeah, I can see. I said, then what are you worried about? It doesn't matter what the inside of your eye looks like. God gave you your eyesight back. You can see fine can you drive can you work oh yeah i can do all that and then immediately because you see the holy spirit had me to say that to him to remind him some of you need to be reminded right now that you are healed you are set free you are delivered i don't care what it looks like receive that amen and from that minute i could tell the lightness came over him and he smiled and he said you know what you're right and he got in his truck and i got in my little car and i went where i was going and he went where he was going and you know I don't know I just felt like I needed to say that for somebody but that was kind of the the continuation of that story and you know what was interesting about his eyes is even up into the, the, the even up to the time that he passed away did you know his eyesight even got better that was it was really interesting his eyesight actually got better doctors can argue all they want to I know what I saw I saw a blind man healed amen but, um, another interesting thing, see, this process that I walked through with my husband was um, it was very uh, it was a it was a great trial for both of us. We went through a lot in every way imaginable, in every way, financially, emotionally, spiritually. I mean, our marriage went through things, it was it was just the trial of of our lives. and, um, Uh, my husband at one point was diagnosed with congestive heart failure and for those of you who understand what that is that is not it's not there's no cure for it once you get it you got it and 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 it does eventually kill you and it was congestive heart failure Um, it was during a period of time before he had his transplant Uh, he did get a kidney transplant later, uh, I, I did give him one of my kidneys, um, we miraculously matched, we were told that I could not have been a better match for him had I been his sister, uh, we were also told that, uh, it, uh, there was like two or three out of a hundred percent, a chance that a husband and a wife match at all, and not only did we match, but we were above and beyond perfect match so that was another miracle but it was uh, before he had his transplant he was diagnosed with heart uh, congestive heart failure and he was on dialysis and um, we had a wonderful doctor who I still remember to this day he was a believer and uh, I really admired him Um, but anyways um one, my husband would cough because you know somebody with congestive heart failure. They cough and they cough and they hack and they cough because uh, there's fluid buildup around their heart and lungs and um, it became a normal part of our life during that season and um, We were watching the 700 Club okay this old show i don't even know that it's on anymore i haven't seen it in years but uh we were watching that and the young son on there gordon is his name uh, gordon robertson uh we were watching that and i was in the kitchen minding my own business doing what i was doing and he was standing there and Go- gordon spoke up and said there's somebody out there with a cough god wants you to know that he's healing that right now and then he just went on to the and and you know that's how the lord uh, uh, ministers to us with, uh, words of knowledge, okay, and healing, okay, that was a word of knowledge about healing, and if you'll go back and listen to my message, I spoke on fruits and gifts, I expand a little bit on that, but, um, anyway, so he spoke this, and we didn't even think about it, we didn't even know it was for us, and, We just continued throughout our day, and and I remember Vernon had so much energy. All of a sudden, he just decided he wanted to clean the whole garage. I mean, I was like, oh, okay, you do that, and he was out there just sweeping with music and cleaning the garage, and then that night, we went to church, and on our way back from church, it was on a Wednesday night, I remember looking over at him in the truck, and I said, I said, Vernon, I said, you hadn't coughed all day. And he said, you know what, I hadn't. And I said, you know what? I said that this morning, that was for us. It took us all day long, but we finally realized that God had touched him. And let me tell you what happened, brothers and sisters. Did you know that he went back to his doctor? He went to the dialysis clinic and the doctor makes his rounds looking at all the patients. And he did an examination on him and he was completely clear. He did not have congestive heart failure and he never had it again. Praise God. Look at the things that God has done. Amen. And you know, he can do the same thing for you. This isn't a brag session about Heather Miller and all her miracles. Oh no, this is about, I'm bragging on God. I'm bragging on this delivering power of Jesus Christ. And I want people to know that he can do the same thing for you. And you know, you don't have to go to a miracle healing service. They're wonderful. I've been to many of them and I can connect you with some people that have some very powerful healing services services but I'm telling you he can touch you right where you are right where you are right there in your house right where you are sitting listening to me right there in the car where you are sitting there listening and tears are coming down don't you know God wants to heal you he wants to touch you he wants to set you free so receive that God loves you so much yes he does he wants to heal you amen and many other things. And as I begin, you know, I just started this podcast about a month, I was led a month before the quarantine the lord put on my heart that i had to go 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 i had to get this thing together i didn't know what i was doing but um as i go and i develop this podcast and i develop these episodes um i'm going to share little bits and pieces about some of the miracles and the things and the power of god uh some of the things that i've seen amen no he didn't leave us down here defenseless against the enemy or to be at the mercy of the natural elements of the earth He has set us here to be uh to reign and to rule and to subdue the earth by the power of jesus christ in us amen and you know i want to read just a little bit right here i'm not going to read a whole lot in these um uh, personal testimony podcasts this is really devoted to my personal testimony because i read a lot in my other podcasts but i do want to read this and i love this um It's in Acts chapter 3, and it's where Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And listen, a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple. And for those of you who don't know what alms are, it's just basically he was a beggar. He was asking for people to give to him so that he could have his daily needs met and survive because he was crippled. Uh, Peter, Peter and John were about to go into the temple and Peter uh, looked at him and, um, and Peter fastening his eyes upon him with John said, look on us. He told the man to look at him. He wanted to make eye contact with him, right? It was the power of God on him at that moment. How many of you understand that when the power of God is on a man or a woman of God and they're operating in this gift, there are some strange things and it's a very authoritative role. Okay, so Peter and John were in this authoritative role and he looked at this lame man and he said, look on us. And the man, he, and it says, and he gave heed unto them expecting to receive something of them. So he thought, he, he, the man thought that Peter and John were going to give him some money. And then Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, I give unto thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. And uh, he took him. So he grabbed that man up by his right hand. Okay, you can imagine this, you know, that he locked hands with him. And immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he leaping up stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. These kinds of miracles, these kinds of signs and wonders, they have never left the church. They have always been in the body all throughout time through every century. They didn't die with the apostles. Amen. They're still in the earth today. God wants to resurrect a people that walks in the power of God, just like Peter and John. Amen. Be strengthened and fortified in God. People of God, men and women of God. God bless you. Anyway, so I wanted to share something else. Um, uh, there uh, Recently in the last season, okay, back in the early fall of last year, God uh, connected me with some uh, other friends of mine. And we decided to come together that we needed to be meeting on a weekly basis. Um, and that we would have a meeting here in my home. And that, that's where we would study the Bible, minister to each other, pray for one another, or worship. And it's been really interesting because some very interesting things started to take place. You see, God connected me back with my spiritual father. I'd like to give a shout out to him from this podcast. I call him my spiritual father. He doesn't, you know, I call him that sometimes. I don't think he realizes how much of a spiritual father he has been to me. Uh, but he has really, really been used god in my my walk but i went to uh, a miracle revival out in new braunfels texas and i was supernaturally led to go and um, i experienced so many wonderful things there and uh, uh, i heard so many wonderful stories of healing Um, I actually got to see with my own eyes, me and my daughter, my adopted daughter, who's 20 years old, and my little girl, Rosie, uh, got to see a lady jump out of her wheelchair she was an elderly lady uh elderly hispanic lady Uh, she was in her 80s she had been in her wheelchair for they said over 10 years i believe um after he prayed over her she come up out of her wheelchair and then he began to they began to do a little dance in front of the church together and it was phenomenal it was something that i will never forget as long as i live on this earth and then a humorous thing happened after that where she was sitting in the back of the room and she was um she was raised catholic i'm not sure if she was co- a continuing practicing catholic or not um but she was raised catholic um and she wanted the man of god to come back there and to say the sinner's prayer with her to de- dedicate or to rededicate her life to the lord and as he began to sit with her and talk to her um uh and this was in front of the whole church he said Uh, she kept saying, what, what did you say? And uh, he didn't understand why she was struggling. And finally she leaned over and she said, I can't hear you very well. I don't have very good hearing. And we all started laughing. And he said, well, let's pray over that right now. And he prayed over those ears and her ears were healed right there in front of us. Now, you, you know, I'm going to tell you something right now. I feel like I need to say this. This podcast is not for people who don't believe. So, if you're going to criticize and you're going to say things like you don't believe that could ever happen, well, you just need to turn the channel. You just need to get off my podcast, go somewhere else, go to somebody who doesn't believe in the power of God and, and listen to that. Okay, don't. this is not for you. Okay, this is for people who want to believe and want to receive and want to come up under Jesus Christ in the faith of a little child because I'm telling you his his power uh, we are the one that limit we are the ones that limit God's power. Okay? We are the ones that do that. The word says it. Back in the Old Testament when they, when 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 the old testament refers to the first generation that was out in the wilderness that left egypt that first generation not the second generation it was the second generation that entered into the promised land because that was all they ever saw was miracles they were raised in signs wonders and miracles and they entered into the promised land okay but that that first generation that entered in Uh, That was raised in slavery that had doubts and they were always murmuring and complaining complaining the word says they limited the holy one of Israel. They limited you see it was them. So don't be one of them. Don't limit the holy one of Israel. Amen. Receive that correction. If that's for you, there's no pride in this walk. Amen. But, um, anyway, so she got healed. Her ears got healed right in front of us. And then she started right in front of us complaining about how loud it was in the room. And the music was too loud. <laughs> it was really precious. But I got to be connected with, with that revival at New Beginnings Christian Center out in, out in, uh, New Braunfels, Texas. And I was very, very blessed with, with, with that church and, and and with everything that went on there but um anyways well um miracles start happening in my living room shortly after that and i've seen miracles before but i've seen uh, quite a few of them happen recently in my ministry and i'm looking forward to more i'm looking forward to god's people uh being uh, receiving their healings and being edified and being strengthened okay Uh, it started with a young lady that, um, was a friend of my son's and I remember sitting here on the couch that evening and I had shut everything down pretty much and I was about to go to bed and I got a text from my son and he told me, he said, uh, mom, I want to bring, uh, I'm just going to say, call her Susie because I don't want to disclose her name, but he said, um, Susie is very sick and her, the she's having a problem with, uh, her mouth and the doctors don't know what to do about it. And I said, well, he said, well, uh, he said, I want to bring her over there so you can pray for her. And I said, well, come on, you know, and, um, just to interject there for a minute, you know, uh, my kids were raised in the power of God. Uh, but not all of, not some of my kids have just kind of strayed off and, and it, and it, and straight off, and and everything. But just because a child strays off, you better know something that they, if they were raised right, and they were raised in the power of God. Uh, The word says train a child up in the way that they should go and in the end thereof they will not depart from it So that's for some of you mothers out there that you know You raised your kid to know what's right and wrong and and you're struggling you're waiting for that child to To start serving the Lord that child will come around you just keep doing your your job as a mother and loving that child But anyways, I found this to be very interesting and he said mama I'm gonna bring her over there to you and I said, okay, so he brought her here and i got to sit down with her and hear her story and what had happened is the inside of her mouth and her cheeks were so swollen uh, she couldn't even eat she couldn't keep any food down Uh, she had lost 10 pounds in a week Uh, she couldn't smile Uh, she couldn't move her cheek muscles because her the sores were so bad and um so i prayed with her and she she dedicated her life to the lord and she received and then i said okay well let me pray for your Your situation here because God didn't come to just save your body and let your soul go to hell okay so she gave her life to the Lord and I gave her the gospel of Jesus Christ first that's how I believe we're supposed to do it and then I prayed over her and uh, while we were praying um, I began to cast out the enemy from her mouth that's just what happened and then after I prayed for her I said well now how do you feel and she touched her mouth and she was so amazed. Her eyes got really big and she says, I don't feel any pain. And, and so we went to the bathroom and she looked on the inside of her mouth. And you have to remember the inside of her mouth was completely covered with ulcers and sores. So painful. And when she opened the inside of her mouth, they were completely and instantly gone. Praise the Lord. The Lord can do anything and all things. And you know something that I reflect back on here is there had been one other lady it was several years ago that um, I had prayed for her and she had a bruise on her leg for eight months eight months and I'm not going to tell that whole story I will reserve it for another time but she was instantly healed and we all witnessed it at a certain women's ministry that I go to. She lifted her dress up so we could see the bruise. She put her dress down. I prayed over it. She lifted her dress back up and it was completely gone. And I'm tell you something. You should have been in that room because the power of God was in that room that day it was amazing uh we were all very blessed and i was sitting on the couch the evening that this young lady come over that had the ulcer susie and i was sitting on the couch and i was just crying out and and i was telling god i said you know i want to see some instant miracles lord i want to see instant miracles like that and that night within just a few minutes is when i got a text from my son so you know, I just thought that was interesting. I wanted to share that with you. Um, we had another lady that came to our meeting one night that I ac- actually I met her out in home goods of all stores, one of my favorite stores. Um, I was in home goods and I got to talking to this lady and she was just a beautiful soul and I got to talking to her and I invited her to come and she came and um i was able to pray for her and me and the ladies here were able to to pray with her and she had had uh back problems really bad and and she she could hardly get up off of the couch and um so we prayed over her and i i stood her up and i prayed over her and then after i prayed for her the most interesting thing happened she reached her hands way up high and over her head both of them and she was just waving her hands waving her hands and she said oh i'm healed i'm healed and look at my arm i'm healed and she never asked me to pray for her arm that's what was cute about this and i looked at her and said well what's wrong what was wrong with your arm (laughs) And she said, she told us that for 10 years, she had had atrophy in her shoulder and she could not raise her elbow up above her shoulder, her arms. It wouldn't raise up above her shoulder. And she said instantly it was let loose and it was healed in Jesus name and she was so excited and I told her I said you need to show every person that's always known that you couldn't lift your arm up and go show them and tell them it was the power of God that set you free cuz you know you got to share your testimony you got to give give God the glory so so that people can also believe with you amen See, God doesn't just do these miracles like it's some kind of dog and pony show, like it's some kind of circus act. That's not what this is. The Word says that Jesus healed, uh, that one of the reasons He healed was that they might believe. Amen. Yes. It wasn't just that. Yes, he wants us to be healed. Yes. He wants us to be recovered. He wants us to be strong and healthy and all that. Yes. But some miracles he performed that they might believe that they might believe what? That they might believe that they could be healed. No. Yes and no. No, it doesn't stop there. That they might believe on him and that their souls may be saved. Because that's really what he's after. Because that fleshly body is going to die. I'm sorry to break it to you. But that flesh is going to go right back into the dirt from where it came from. But your soul's going to live forever. And that's what God is really after. That's why he sent his only begotten son, Jesus Christ. Amen and then one other real quick testimony recently not too long ago a man came over here with his wife and i was you know blessed to be divinely connected you know i talk about being divinely connected a lot that's where you get uh, you make a new friendship you make a, a social connection that was divinely appointed by heaven above in other words it was meant to be and anyways they came over to my house one night to the meeting and we prayed over his hyper extended elbow and he had injured it had been injured for four months prayed over it and he was instantly healed and hadn't had a problem with it Um, it was just beautiful but God is able God is able to do any and all things I love it you should love it too I tell you there's nothing God is not limited to what you think he can do brother and sister amen spread this word I hope that you've been blessed and I want to pray with you. I want to pray over each and every one of you. I feel somebody, I need to pray over you in a financial way. Yes, I do believe in the blessings of God. Um, I don't believe that we need to put, make God, make money, a God in our lives. However, God will provide for his people, the money that they need to survive through this world. And so I'm gonna pray for you. If it's you out there, you're needing a financial miracle. You are needing a blessing, you need uh, some kind of a breakthrough, I want you to put put your hand over your, your chest over your heart right now. Okay. And in Jesus mighty name, I command right now in the mighty name of Jesus that every force, every entity that is against your financial situation right now in Jesus name, I command you to break off and go right now in Jesus name. Lord God, I ask that you would pour forth the blessing into this person's life or lives however many of it, of you are looking for this financial miracle i ask lord god that you would pour forth your financial blessing lord god in jesus name that you would that you would protect lord the assets that you have put into this person's life in jesus name i thank you father that you are going to do something so wonderful thank you jesus expect it and it's on the way I feel that in my heart it's on the way in other words you are gonna have to wait for it but it's coming to you right now remember when uh the prophet daniel uh fasted for 21 days and right it was the prince of persia that spirit that that fought with the angel to try to hold back okay the blessings that were coming down from heaven above but i want to tell you it's on the way amen believe it and speak it and don't agree with the enemy on anything just when you when doubt comes to your mind say it's on the way and i thank god that it's on the way for those of you who are needing healing in your body i ask that you would lay your hand over your forehead your your heart or your stomach or put your hands up in the air right now i want to pray for you to be touched in every way emotional healing lord god i ask for emotional healing lord god for your people for anybody that has been injured by any kind of abuse Uh, right now, in Jesus' name, any kind of loss or grief, Lord God, ask for a supernatural touch deep down into the soul of this person, that they would be healed, the scar would be there, but that there would be no pain anymore, in Jesus' name, I thank you for that, Lord, some of you are going to be healed emotionally, even as you sleep tonight, and by tomorrow morning, you're going to wake up, And when you wake up your feet hit the floor suddenly you're going to realize that pain isn't aching there anymore that you are restored i thank you father lord for every person that needs a supernatural touch to their body high blood pressure be healed right now in jesus name i pray over this heart conditions be healed cancer be healed go away uh confused cells I curse you and command you to dry up in Jesus' name. Lord God, I ask that you would put a blood covering over each and every one of your children. Lord God, in Jesus' name, I ask that you would put like a force field, a shield around them to protect them from some of the things that are going on in this earth realm right now. In Jesus' name, that that the enemy would not be able to penetrate that. In Jesus' name, I thank you, Lord, for what you've done and what you're about to do. I thank you for listening today. I know that it's been a long podcast, but I just thank you that you joined with me and that you uh, bless me by letting me bless you. Have a lovely day.